I want to welcome you to day four of our look through John chapter eight and daily drive time devotions. We're going to be looking at verses 33 to 47 today. You remember yesterday we talked about the truth will set you free. There are barriers to the truth setting you free. There are things that get in the way. When you hear these words from Jesus, abide in my word, then you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. There are ways that we think, there are decisions that we make that get in the way of that happening in our lives. And through the rest of this chapter, today and tomorrow, as Jesus continues to talk with the people, we're going to see some of the barriers revealed in their discussions. I hope you'll see not only them, but you'll also see yourself, that I'll see myself. As you hear them talking with him about these barriers, you also see Jesus's wisdom, his wisdom about how to break through those barriers. Immediately after Jesus said, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free, here's what happened in verses 33 and 34. They answered him. We are Abraham's descendants, and we've never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. If you're going to break through these barriers to freedom, the first barrier you have to break through is revealed in these verses, and the barrier is this. You have to admit you're a prisoner. If you're going to break through to freedom, you've got to admit you're a prisoner. The first step towards true spiritual freedom is to recognize our slavery to sin and to know that we don't have any power to liberate ourselves. Notice here in verse 33, their first reaction is, what are you talking about? We've never been slaves. It's easy. It's easy to be blind to the things that enslave us, to tell ourselves that we're free when we're really not free. Now, they were trying to say that even though we're oppressed by the Roman government, we've never been slaves in anyone's household. They, they missed the point entirely. You see, the worst kind of prison, the worst kind of prison is the one that the prisoner himself does not recognize. And we might say to ourselves, I'm fine the way that I am. We convince ourselves that bad is good. We settle for slavery. We can't be found until we recognize that we're lost. We can't be forgiven until we recognize that we're guilty. We can't be loving until we recognize that we're selfish. We can't be free until we recognize that we're prisoners, that we need to be set free. And Jesus said it clearly. I, I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is a slave to sin. You ever sinned? I sure have. We've all sinned and fallen short of God's glory. Everyone who sins is a slave to sin. That's why we need Jesus to set us free. It's interesting. When Jesus said that, the word, everyone who sins, the, the idea there in the Greek language is everyone who keeps on practicing sin. There's a daily idea to this. You're a slave to sin day by day as you commit sins day by day. None of us are fine the way that we are. And until we're honest about the fact that sin enslaves us, we won't trust Christ to free us. That's a barrier. You break through the barrier by saying, Jesus, I'll be honest with you. I've sinned. I need your forgiveness. I need your freedom. Listen to what happens in verses 35 to 37. Now, a slave has no permanent place in the family, Jesus said, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you're Abraham's descendants, and yet you're ready to kill me because you have no room for my word. It's interesting. As I, as I read these verses, I apply them personally as I listen to their conversation. And I see here two questions to ask each day if I want to experience freedom. I got to ask myself the question, am I acting like a son or a slave? Jesus here explains the difference. A slave, no permanent place in the family. A son belongs to it forever. Am I acting like a slave to sin and just doing what sin, temptation tells me to do today? Or am I acting like a son of God? And am I following him? In verse 35, Jesus reminds them of Isaac and Ishmael, one who was a slave, one who was a son. 
and he appeals to their history, and he says, the son is the one who had the inheritance. By the way, that's why spiritually we're all sons of God. You might think, well, I'm a daughter of God. Well, in one sense you are, but we're all sons of God because the sons in the Bible were the ones who got the inheritance, and we all get the inheritance. We're all sons of God, whether you're a man or a woman. We're all a part of the bride of Christ, even though that's a female image, whether you're a man or a woman, you're a part of the bride of Christ because of the power in that picture, the inheritance. Am I acting like a son or a slave? And then I have to ask myself the question, am I making room in my life for his word? That's quite a phrase. Jesus said, you're ready to kill me because you have no room for my word. And the New American Standard translates that, my word makes no progress in you. Our lives, my life, your life, they can become so filled up with so many other things that there's no space left for Jesus' word. You think, I want to live apart from sin in my life. I want to live the kind of life that Jesus made me to live. But there's no room in your life for his word. And because of that, day by day, you find yourself acting like a slave to sin rather than the son of God, the creation of God that he made you to be. You want to see Jesus Christ do something new in your life? Then you've got to make room for his word. I have to do that anytime I want to see him do something new in my life. And I want to see that every day. Make room for his word. Act like a son, not a slave. You see, if I'm going to break free from this slavery to sin, first of all, I got to recognize, I got to admit, I'm a prisoner. I, Jesus, I need you to help me to break free. There's a second thing I have to do that's revealed in verses 38 to 43. The second thing I have to do is I got to admit that what I'm doing isn't working. My strategy to break free isn't, isn't getting me free. Let me read verses 38 to 43 for you. Jesus says, I am telling you what I have seen in the Father's presence, and you do what you've heard from your father. Abraham is our father, they answered. If you were Abraham's children, said Jesus, then you would do the things that Abraham did. As it is, you are determined to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. Abraham did not do such things. You are doing the things that your own father does. We are not illegitimate children, they protested. The only father we have is God himself. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. For I came from God and now I am here. I have not come on my own, but he sent me. Why is my language not clear to you? because you are unable to hear what I say. They just didn't want to listen. They didn't want to admit that what they were doing wasn't working. You see, their hope, the hope of those that Jesus was talking to this day was, we're descendants of Abraham. Abraham is our father. We believe in one God, and that is enough. Our spiritual heritage guarantees us a relationship with God. And Jesus' answer to them is, look at the results. If the way you're thinking, if what you're doing is so right, why is everything coming out so wrong? If Abraham truly is the one that you're following, why are you doing things that Abraham would never do? What you're doing isn't working. And Jesus challenges them to admit what you're doing isn't working. You see, if the key doesn't unlock the door to the prison the first time, why do we keep trying the same key over and over again? Because we get attached to that key because of our pride or our heritage or our past, because we've had some argument with someone, we get attached to that key and we think, I've got to make this key work to get me out of this trap that I'm in. And Jesus says, this isn't working for you, but I have the way. I can show you the way out. In fact, he says, the reason you're using the wrong key is you're trusting in the wrong person. He talks in these verses about their father again and again, and you're following your father. What does he mean by that? 
Let me read for you verses 44 to 47. Here's what Jesus says to them. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. And when he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. And yet, because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Can any of you prove me guilty of sin? I am telling the truth. Why don't you believe me? He who belongs to God, hears what God says. The reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. He's trying to say to them, you're trapped in this prison. You need to admit you're a prisoner or else you're never going to get out. He's talking here about how to find the right key to get out of prison. And he's saying, you need to ask yourself, who is my father? And he's very clear with them here. He says, is it God or is it Satan? He says to them, your father is Satan. You see, we are all created by God. But the Bible tells us that God is not the the father in our lives until we trust him as our father. He doesn't force that relationship on us. And until I trust God as my father, Satan is my spiritual father. That's what the Bible teaches. That's what Jesus says here. I follow his desires. Now, he doesn't let me know I'm following his desires or I'd run in fear to God. But he, like, like a fishing line lure, he lures me into the sin that he wants me to be a part of by lying to me again and again and again. These verses, these words of Jesus show us how serious our imprisonment really is. This isn't a matter of just trying again. I'll try the key one more time. I'll I'll try to do a little bit better the next time. I, I know I can get past this sin. I know I can do it myself. Jesus says, you can't do it yourself because until you know God, until you trust in God, you're trying to depend on the wrong foundation, a foundation of lies and deceit and temptations. You're never gonna get there that way. You know that old phrase, like father, like son. It's no good trying to change until you have the power to change. And as long as you trust in yourself and the ways of this world, those are all led by, created by, strengthened by the ways of Satan. They all have lies as their foundation. And Jesus says, if you trust in lies, of course you're going to get lies in the end. But I'm telling you the truth, so believe me. Because if you believe in me, if you trust God as your father, you're going to get truth in the end. You're going to get life in the end. So what do I need to do? I need to listen for God's voice. Verse 47, he who belongs to God hears what God says. Listen for his voice today. Not your voice or somebody else's voice. Listen for his voice. Because once I'm adopted by him, once I've been saved, once I've made a commitment of my life to Christ, then I listen for my father's voice and I follow it to freedom. It's sort of like if you're in a dark room and you feel trapped, And there's only one way out, but it's too dark. You can't see the way out. But a friend is on the outside. They know the way out. And they say to you, just follow the sound of my voice to freedom. And they keep saying, just follow the sound of my voice. As you hear them talk, you follow the sound of their voice, and you get out of that dark place. Just follow the sound of his voice. Let's pray together. As you pray, say to Jesus Christ, Jesus, I recognize that the truth will set me free. But I also see that first I have to admit that I need to be set free. Forgive me for those times when I just didn't admit that, when I just held on to my sin, my temptation, when I pridefully wouldn't admit, I'm a sinner like everyone else. I need to be set free. Forgive me for those times when I wouldn't admit that what I'm doing isn't working. Instead, today, I look to you. And I pray that you would free me 
as only you can from this habit, from this temptation, from this sin, from this relationship, from this lifestyle, from this direction in life that I know is not one you want me taking. Jesus set me free. I look to you to set me free. I listen for the sound of your voice. And I choose today to follow it to freedom. In your name, amen.